What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm super pumped. I actually have a fellow fashion designer um, from Massachusetts. Uh, her name is Maureen Barrilero. Um, she is, we met when I was going through my whole fashion design journey, and she's actually been a lot more successful in her journey. So um, thank you, Maureen, so much for being a guest today. And I'm so excited to share your story because I just want to support you because you're an amazing individual. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your company, I Love My Nighty. Okay. Well, Deanna, thank you so much for having me on Label Free Podcast. And I'm so happy we've stayed connected over the past few years after our initial meeting where I know we hit it off immediately. Yeah. And um, we just like connected right away and I've always loved watching your business grow and change over time. And, um, so to still be connected to you and for you to, you know, think of me and reach out and, um, you know, get your support for, I love my nighty really means a lot. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know, I know how hard that journey is. So yes, you do. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so when we met, uh, well, so my background has been in television and video production for my whole career, and I have no background in business and fashion and design and sewing, you know, nothing, you know, but um, I know you're in Chicago and I'm here in Boston, and so we both know very well the hardships of long, cold winters. Yes. And, you know, it just kind of like, we spent, you know, six months of the year freezing here. And, you know, you just kind of like want to be warm and cozy all the time. And I, I always loved nightgowns, you know, and I, I have like lots of like really pretty, um, more like summer and satiny and, you know, vintage nightgowns you know, but come winter, those are tucked away. And, you know, now you've, you're layering yourself in, you know, fluff and frump and everything to stay warm. And, you know, I just like kind of looked in the mirror and was like, ugh, you know, like I, like I want that like same nightgown vibe, you know, that like, you know, that elegance of a nightgown, um, you know, but I'm freezing. So I want this kind of like non-granny, you know, certainly there are winter nightgowns, but they're very, you know, sort of grandmotherly. Yeah. And although I do have those too, you know, it was just like, well, you know, I, I'm a, I've got a nice figure and I take care of myself and I've got a, a great husband and everything. You know, I'm like, I'd like to, you know, yeah, for sure. You know, keep things interesting, you know, even in the it off. Yeah, got it. That's <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, I go looking for this like winter nightgown and this like idea that I have in my head and, you know, and I, I can't find it and I just like kind of can't stop thinking about it. So I just decide to, I want to make it and I sign up for sewing lessons. I find a pattern of, you know, something close to what I'm thinking. I get organic cotton, you know, jersey um fabric and i start making this you know for wait, myself did you, wait did you do all that before we met yes oh you did okay maybe yeah. you told me that and i don't remember okay. yeah yep so you know that was kind of like that was just how i started doing it. that was just for myself you know yeah. but then it's like okay well now this is great but now i want it but in this fabric so now i'm making it in this fabric and now i'm like okay now i want you know, this style, you know, okay. and I start like thinking of these styles and everything, but I mean, I am terrible at sewing and when you can't really sew, I mean, I, I'm terrible. It's just like, I don't have any experience, you know, right. so I'm not going right. to put myself down in that way, but like, I 
didn't know how to sew. And if you and, try, and, and sewing is tedious. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like it. No, so yeah. I, yeah. It is not for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was not what I wanted to spend my weekends, you know, doing in my spare time. So I, um, you know, started looking for, oh, so I didn't want to um, sew them. It's just like, it's very stretchy material that I'm using. It's very difficult to work with and so frustrating. So I'm thinking like, okay, you know, I'd love to like have these ideas that are in my head come to life, but what am I going to start paying people, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars to like yeah. custom make my nightgowns, you know, I'm like, that's a little crazy, you know, to get like, you know, samples and patterns and everything. So I spent in 2016, I did a, a kind of like a soul searching, I guess I would say. Um, and really it happened that year. Um, a couple things happened. One was a bunch of people died that were close to me. And um, it just was like really a lot, you know, yeah. kind of going on. And I ended up going to a tarot card reading and um you know that a friend of mine kind of urged me to go to she'd had a really great experience and she's like you got to go to this person and you know i just like not that i'm not i'm very very interested in that stuff but i wouldn't have like gone if she hadn't had like tried to convince me to go so like sure i'll go and it was just like the most amazing things that came out of that reading and like you know that's a longer story but you know one of the things was one of the most important things when I walked in, this woman was also an, an intuitive and she said, okay. you're worried about something. Um, you're worried about somebody, a child and you don't need to worry. And I just like got that, you know, she said, I just got that message and I wanted to tell that to you. And I was like, hmm. you know, and I did have a child that I was worried about. There was a child in my life that I had been, you know, kind of a caretaker of and her grandmother had just died and I had become very close to her grandmother. Sure. So she had just died like a few months before, after like five other people had died. But that person in particular, when she died, I actually felt very like comforted by it because she was very old and sickly and didn't have a very nice life. And um, she loved Jesus so much. And like her mom, you know, was there. And I just felt like, you know, happy that she was kind of out of pain. Right. Yes. United with her mother and meeting Jesus and, you know, her dreams were coming true. So yeah. I, you know, I had like this good feeling about her, um, even despite her passing on. So um, when this message came to me at that tarot card reading, I was just like really struck by it. And especially it was like, you don't need to worry. And then kind of afterwards, this like reader actually said this woman's name. You know, really? and I was like, how could you, where did yeah. you come up with that? You know, That's and like, bizarre. it was really bizarre. So I was like, there is something to this message that I need to take seriously. You yeah. know, so I really did. I went home and I just took that kind of like not worrying thing to heart um, and just said, you know, I'm going to apply it not to this situation, but to everything in my life. And I just yeah. realized like how much time I spent worrying about a lot of things sure. and when I removed that how that helped me you know start to believe in this idea that I could turn you know this you know idea of making nightgowns into a business yeah so and at the same time I discovered this online accelerator program which is called factory 45 and I just happened to read it you know from another designer mentioned it in an article um, that they had gone through the program and that was like a huge thing for me because I didn't have a clue that outside of fashion school, there was any way for me to get help, 
you know, sure. I just thought like, and I definitely was not going to go to fashion school, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm not interested in going to school. I'm, you know, I was in my mid forties and it's like, uh, you know, I have a full-time job and a career that I'm very happy with, you know, this is not something I'm trying to like change my whole life. And sure, yeah. you know, it wasn't even like a passion that I'd had my whole life. It was just like, no, this is just like this idea. <laughs> You know, I don't know, you know, and like to have to go around and tell people like, I want to make nightgowns, you know, I'm like, people are going to be like, what? That's very, that's very inspiring though. And like almost <laughs> empowering for you to like yeah. stumble upon that and, you know, and just to like start, start going that direction. And we met through Startup Fashion in New York, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and it was at the fabric show. Yes. The trade show. And, yes. Yeah. And that was what, in 2017? Yes. Right. So so, so once 2016 and I kind of then spent like, I had like six more months of that sort of self-discovery process of, you know, just changing my mindset, learning, you know, just learning a lot more about like, you know, my connection or everybody's human connection to that, which is beyond our, you know, five senses and sure. that which is like here, you know, that we can see and feel and hear, you know, that there is you know, we have a much deeper connection to things beyond. And I really, you know, spent a lot of time learning about that and researching it and, you know, kind of the idea of manifestation and, you know, the kind of power of positive thinking, just all of that stuff, you know, and, 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 you know, learning how to do that properly and believe in it. Um, and it just, you know, it just changed me in so many ways, you know, just to, um, yeah, help kind of empower me to, to yeah. follow this you know, what did feel like kind of a crazy idea. Um, so then, yeah, so I just like basically, you know, January 1st, 2017, New Year's Day, you know, it was like, this is it. I'm going to try this year. This is my kind of New Year's resolution. I'm going to start taking these steps to see, you know, to make this happen. And the first thing I did was sign up for a business planning class. So to me, I did always know from the get-go that this had to be, um, come at from the perspective of running a business and not just like creating clothes. So um, I started first with the business planning class and, you know, and that helped. I had never really told anybody besides my husband, I even wanted to do this, you know, so like that got me kind of talking about it, you know, sure, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just kind of opening up about it. And then, yeah, so then I had discovered that factory 45 accelerator program and they only have an opening for like one week every year, you know, yeah. it's like maybe 10 days or something. It's in May, you get your application in and within 10 days, you know, you find out and then you start June 1st. And um, she was only at that time letting in, you know, like 80 people or something. Oh, so it's wow. very limited, you know? Yeah, um, sure. So I was definitely like hedging all my bets on getting in there, you know, like hoping for it. And you know, and I did get in. So that was like, felt, you know, like a relief in just like, okay, now I'm going to kind of apply these same business principles, but, you know, focused in a fashion, sure. you know, the fashion industry and design. And, um, and this program also like, um, expects you to have a environmental, you know, um, focus in your right. um, and, business. Yeah. And so I read, so you are made in the USA. Yes. And you'd use sustainable um, fabrics, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I was actually, before we got on, I was like, so I don't know if you can see, but these are some of her designs here. 
I'm actually thinking I'm going to, I'm, I'm all into colors. So I really love this pink one. So okay. Yay. I, I, I'll probably be ordering that one. All right. Yeah. I'll put one aside for you. But I also like this. Well, I don't know. The fleece might be, it's too warm right now. This yeah. That's, the, that's the, yeah. Right. So I have like kind of stuff for every season, you know, yeah. styles for every season. It, um, no, so you so you've taken your concept okay so unlike me yeah. <laughs> that went balls to the let me tell you something it was so much fun though like the yeah. fashion industry like if you if that's so i love clothes clearly yeah. i love clothes i love fashion i love style i love the whole design process um if i could go back and do things again i would not have gone as hard i would have done only a couple pieces at a time Right. And really and really figured out my target customer. Right. And from what I understand, I know somebody else that went through that factory 45 and they really yeah. help you narrow down on who your target customer is. And I think that that is very beneficial and not going so crazy. Like, I mean, I don't have deep pockets. So right. you know, for someone like me that I should, like, it just was not smart. So why don't yeah. you tell us like how from, 2017 till now, 2020, you have definitely evolved and slowly grown your business. I love my nighty yeah. and um, have got some really great pieces. And they're actually, I believe these, these will never go out of style. Like right. You're, you're going to always need a nightgown. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, when it came to, um, you know, kind of factory 45 and then this idea of like developing my, you know, concept, I, you know, I knew that I wanted to be luxuriously soft, you know, and I knew it wanted to be eco-friendly. So it did. So the program was in 2017, then 2018, it was really all about, you know, kind of finalizing designs and, sure. you know, pattern samples and, you know, researching the fabric, um, you know, and it, because I want this like very soft, I wanted it made in USA if possible. I wanted it to be eco-friendly and, um, it's just, it's very limited, like what you can get with that kind of narrow. Yes. Um, and I had thought I would do um, organic cotton. It just was also going to be, that was something that would be grown, potentially could be grown in the U.S. too. Sure. Um, but then like doing the research, I discovered tensile. And tensile is also, it's a natural botanic fiber. It comes from tree pulp, um, mainly like eucalyptus trees and beech trees. And this is a fiber that was developed out of a company called Lensing um, based in Austria. Wow. And the thing about that fabric and this company is that they, their whole process is eco-friendly, you know, like everything about, you know, the way the trees are grown and harvested and um, the pulp making process, you know, and, and like every single fiber has a chemical process involved, you know, but they've, you know, try to reduce the, the amount of chemicals and, you know, make them as, you know, green, you know, or as environmentally yeah. friendly as they can, you know, for the chemical process and reusing the, you know, this kind of closed loop process to reuse the chemicals and reuse the water, you know, so it's reduced water. Yeah. So, um, so it just is a very reliable resource of, you know, with high integrity Sure. and standards for environmental um, environmental standards but also this fabric is just beautiful it's so it's silky soft smooth drapey it's just perfect for this type of clothing it feels very feminine 
um, you know, and cotton, you know, as soft it is, as it is. And I still wear the nightgown that I made for myself, which is organic cotton. And it does feel kind of just as soft. Um, but this is like, sometimes cotton can be like not soft when you sure. first get it, you know, and it's kind of wears and as you wash it, it gets softer over time. This has that like tensile has that softness, like front, as soon as you, you know, you're working with it. It also um, has more like moisture wicking properties. It's like cotton can kind of be like clammy if you're yeah. sweating in it. So this will be more like moisture wicking, kind of um, less static um, and it doesn't shrink. Sure. So it's, it had a lot of, you know, great properties. So I ended up going with tensile um, and it's been really great. And um, so once I kind of figured that out, like all right well now like kind of finding my sources here in the u.s and you know i found a couple in you know in new york and um la you know or in california there's you know more than these two but i kind of went with these two places sure. and, and then like you know finalizing the um samples and you know like you it's like i had a you know ton of ideas of you know what to make so who did you use as your um your fit model did you use yourself um, I didn't, you know, when I first started working, the person, the very first person I worked with as a pattern maker was like, oh, use a size medium, you know, and I'm more of a, a small and sure. which I was kind of like, okay, but yeah, I was like, well, would it be nice for me to be able to try it on myself? But I just went with that cause I didn't know. And I just said, fine. Um, I did end up having to use a fit model. Um, but when I found my factory in New York, um, so yeah, once I had the fabric and kind of samples and I was kind of ready to go, I ended up finding a consultant to help me find the factory because I was starting to reach out to factories and it was just, um, I just basically happened to kind of meet this person and she was like, I can help you find somebody, sure. you know, that's my expertise and you'll want to know, you know, that they have the right equipment and that they're working, you know, with these stretchy fabrics. And, you know, I'd reach out to one and they didn't, you know, they couldn't sew with spandex fabric, you yeah. know? So yeah. Was, you know, I didn't realize that was an issue either until I did yeah. my, the third, the third collection. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. When you have no experience. So I was like, great. You know, and I hired her and she helped me find this factory, which I am still using. And they're okay. based in, in New York, in the Bronx. I so, saw that. I saw your yeah. last post. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so once I, you know, got connected with him, I kind of had to start over again. It's like, he still has to make the samples and the patterns because it's, he's yeah. got to kind of go through the process, you know? So I'm kind of like, okay, here are all my samples and patterns. Like, no, well, I'm going to have to do it anyway. So it's like, okay, now make that. So that took a few months. Um, and I just, I never really, I ever, never knew how long it was going to take, you know? So I just had three styles. Cause it's like, it was just, it was so much to even get those three styles, like to a point that it was ready to go yeah. <laughs> and because I didn't know when I would launch. I kind of, each style was like a different season. So I have that hoodie, which yeah. is very wintry. Then I have that t-shirt one, which is the one that you like, this yeah. long, just a jersey gown. And that was the first one that came in my head that I started making for myself. It was like, I just want like a basic, like your comfy t-shirt, yes. but with elevated elegance, you know, like yeah. it's a long sleeve t-shirt with ruching on the side. That's it, you yeah. know, like, and it's long. Cause I just think like these long nightgowns are just like, again, it's just, I like that kind of elegance of a nightgown. Yeah. So um, it's the long sleeve one, but that's just like a thin Jersey material and then a tank top style. So all of the styles were purposely basic. They were basic so that they were easy to make. Sure. You know, that yeah. it was like they were, would cost less ideally if there isn't a lot of stuff going on on them. Um, and they're just, 
recognizable to people. You know, if it's like, if you've got something like too fancy, it's like, I don't wear that kind of thing. It's already kind of a stretch to get some people to wear nightgowns because they do have this idea in their head. So, um, you know, like it's got to kind of look like what they already know and like, and they'll be like, oh yes, I know. I love that style. I want one, you know? So um, I kept it purposely, you know, simple for that reason. And yeah, so I just did the three styles. And by the time he started working, you know, and in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have these for Christmas. You know, this is 2018. And like, no, he didn't even start making them until, you know, like January. You know? It's such a yeah. long process. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it blew my mind and you have to really push hard. So, yeah. so I did, um, I, I did a Kickstarter, which you know, and you support I remember, me. Thank you yes. so much. And yes. so the company that I was working with when it, with that first collection really kind of, um, they quoted me a price and I said, so this is to manufacture, right? And they said, yes. So after I got, I took all my Kickstarter orders, I, I sent the, over the orders to them. They're like, well, this is not correct. It's going to be more because of this, this and that. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? So I had to, I fired them. I had to get the money back that I had sent them to manufacture the pieces and I had to work very quickly and very hard to find a manufacturer here right. to, find the, to find comparable fabric to what I had picked out with them and all the, like the, um, the buttons and all that stuff. Right. It, it was, I, I was a, a ball of stress and, it, yeah. and and then I had to take the patterns that they sent me. They didn't even send me the full patterns because they had them done in China. And right. So then, I, so then I had to have the manufacturer here duplicate the, 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 the piece, the samples that I had had right. and, and, and grade them based off of that. Yes. Yep. And so if I was to go back, I would have did my, I would have used myself as a fit model. Yes. Right. Because I just would have done that. I think that would have been smarter to do because I know how things fit and, you know, just whatever, right. but it was, de- it was definitely a learning lesson. So, and just think about, I did, I don't even know how many pieces I did with my Kickstarter, but I almost sold like almost every, like, I sold almost everything, one of each, at least right. from what right. I remember. So just imagine having to do duplicate all those pieces with fabric and patterns. Right. It was insane. It is. Yes. (laughs) But I don't, you know, but in a way I don't blame you, Deanna, because I think, and I didn't go to fashion school, but I do think that that's kind of the mentality is it's all about the collection. It's all about creating your collection and they, feed into this idea of like that you create a collection and it's about a season and it's about this you know this kind of fabric and these patterns and these colorways and and all this stuff and it's like that's I I it's not you know I just don't know how you know that is not really it's not realistic for for just someone starting out so exactly exactly so um I don't blame you for having it done doing it that way because I think that's probably the message you got is that's yeah. how you do it. <laughs> so you just kind of went along with what you were hearing is how it's done. So um, yeah, I kind of shielded myself from that. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely used the better resource. So just yeah. for, moving forward, so what does twenty twenty yeah. look like for you? And I love yeah. my, I love my nighty. So yeah, so I mean, when I launched last year, um, it wasn't until February that I ended up launching, and that was um, 
I just did that kind of small production run with those three styles. And I actually launched on Valentine's Day and I launched it to men in the form of a gift certificate. So oh, I asked cool. all these men to buy a gift certificate for a home personal home shopping experience. So he wow. would then just give you know, his girlfriend or wife, this, you know, gift certificate. And these were, you know, people I knew and it was limited sure. to, I think I did 35 people because what that meant was I was going to have to do an, an actual go to each person's home. Sure. And, you know, and the reason why I did it that way was because, you know, like what you were saying, it's like, you make this one size and, you know, I work with this fit model to make this one size, but now yeah. I've got these four other sizes and I've never seen them in my life. I have no idea what they look like. I don't know how they fit people. I don't, you know, I, I haven't seen anybody wearing any of them except this one person. So yeah. I'm like, I need to like see how these even fit, you know, and yeah. get feedback from people. So um, that was a smart thing to do though. And it's like that it was cute. That's cute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It I like that. Great. Yeah. And then I, so I went to all these, I spent like literally 30 days straight, you know, some days I did like three appointments in a day. I would take like one night off a week, but I was every night after work, every weekend, two or three people, you know, driving all over the place, doing these fittings. And it worked out great. You know, I got some, like really amazing feedback and it was helpful to me because I don't have a background in retail or sales sure. or anything. And it took that pressure off of like trying to make a sale. You know, the guy was easy to sell to. It was just right, like, Hey, right. do you need a Valentine's Day gift? Buy this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then when I was with her, it wasn't about selling it. It was just like, can you help me out? Try everything on. You're going to get whatever you want at the end, pick out what you want. And, um, and I knew that it was a hit and that she, you know, that women loved it because at least half of those women, you know, handed me, you know, the money for a second one. She's like, I can't make up my mind. I love both of these. So here you go. Here's the, like the money for the other one. So what a great idea. Making, you know, so I knew that they loved them. So yeah, once that happened, um, you know, it was great. And, you know, so then kind of the, re the rest of last year, it was like, all right, now let me kind of like build the website and let me sure. kind of plan like a, you know, a, kind of make changes based on these, this feedback and then make it do another production run for the end of last year 2019 and again like trying to get there in time for christmas yes um and in the meantime you know i built up the website and was just trying to get you know i started to do like events and i just i love the in-person aspect yeah. of it you know it was kind of always something i was excited about is going you know and, and and having women try it on and feel it and try it out um and again like it's just it's so incredibly soft that like you just can't you just can't like, you can't believe it. Like you feel yeah. it and it's just like, wow. Like, so I was doing events and you know, markets and things like that. Yeah. And I have like a mannequin. I saw, I was yeah, and it's like free feels, you know, and yeah. you know, people come by and it's like kind of gets them to come over, but they'll touch it. And they're like, wow, you know, yeah. like I didn't expect that, you know? So, um, you know, so I was kind of doing more of that, like all kind of last year and didn't, I definitely wasn't really like had, didn't have a very big online presence basically until COVID, you know, so then all of that in-person stuff obviously like died down, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, I was like, all right, I really got to like start connecting with people online. So that's still pretty new for me. You know, it's just been the past few months and trying different things, you know, doing some virtual house parties, you know, like kind of yeah. getting people together online. Um, you and know, now, now you're doing a podcast. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so we're, we're helping you expand your online presence with that. Yes. 
I know. I really appreciate it. Yes. So yeah. And just like looking, you know, trying to figure out like the whole PR and ads and it never, it never stops. Oh, it never ends. Yeah. It's just, it's just little by little by little, but you know, it's definitely catching on and, you know, gaining traction. And, uh, and I know, I mean, I definitely, you know, I know it's a great product and, you know, it's still got, you know, there's still, you know, things that need to be adjusted with the sizing and the styles, you know, I'm still sure. learning all about production and, and everything, but um, my partner in New York is, you know, really great and very supportive and oh, I love that. really yeah. helpful. Yeah. He like, he genuinely cares about, you know, my, yes. my success, you That's know, and so yeah. he, he works with me, you know, very closely and, um, you know, manages, you know, helps me to kind of manage all of the details and, so any, any new pieces to be re released this year? So, so what I've got right now, so yeah, I was supposed to, you know, my product, my summer production, which was two styles was supposed to be, um, you know, starting in March and because they're in New York, I mean, that was shut down completely. Yeah. Um, and one of them was really just the same style that I came out last year, this short tank top style, but that one, you know, that was kind of the most basic, simple, you know, everybody liked it you know so that sold out pretty quickly so i was like okay i'm gonna need that again for this summer um so i'm still you know waiting to get that stuff um and then the new thing that came out is a robe so i saw that yeah I, like I like the stripes yes thank you yeah, that one's gonna be like i know that one i love it it's um yeah. And even though I'm, I love my nighty and, you know, my, I want to like focus on nighties, you know, I'm, I'm realistic that not everybody loves nighties, but people they're great. You know, people are craving these comfortable clothes with style, you know? So, um, you know, I am, you know, kind of building upon that. So I, you know, I, and it's also just what I know I want, you know, I wanted this like soft bralette, you know, I'm like, I hate wearing, you know, like, the bra and like all this stuff that's like digging in, you know, sure. and so I'm like, I want like pants and leggings and shorts with like a soft waistband, you know, yeah. that things aren't digging into me. So, um, you know, I knew I wanted that stuff. So I developed those things pretty quickly too. So I came out with the Palazzo pants and the shorts and the bralette. Um, and then last summer when I really had no inventory, but was starting to do markets I did a little, like, um, I threw in some vintage stuff, you know, I got some like robes and nightgowns and kind of had those on the racks, you cool. know, to kind of fill out my booth a little bit. Yes. Um, and people were crazy about the robes, you know? So I just kind of like landed on that was like, all right, like people love robes, you know? Yeah. So I knew that was something, um, that would be, you know, a good seller. So I just, you know, I threw that in the mix and, and, and like, as of right now, like, you know, before this phone call and, you know, what I'm doing for the rest of the day is, you know, some more just working on new designs and Very cool. because it takes so long to develop them. So, yes. um, mm -hmm. yeah, not an so, overnight process. But no. So like get him going with the samples and get me thinking about it. And it takes me a while. Cause I, because I don't, so myself it's very difficult for me to kind of conceptualize how to um, you're you're not alone so <laughs> but i'm gonna start wrapping things up here Maureen. i wanted to say thank you again so much for um being on my podcast uh and people can support you at ilovemynighty.com they can find you on facebook and instagram i will include all the links below is there anything yeah. else you'd like to leave any last messages you'd like to leave for the audience um, I, I mean, I just want to say whatever idea that anybody has, you know, just go for it. You know, if I can be somebody who's never done any, 
any of this stuff <laughs> and I'm doing it, you know, and just get out of your own way, you know, yeah. um, don't come up with the reasons why you can't do it. You know, there that. will always be reasons why it won't work, but there are just as many reasons why it will. So never, yeah, just, just go for it. And, you know, hopefully people won't say anything that you can't do it. I, I always had great support. Um, but don't listen to anybody who says you can't do it because you can. I love that. The world is your oyster. That's my saying. Yay, yay. I love it. On that note, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast to live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I will be seeing you soon with more guests.